I need to see jurors and clipboards. Hello and welcome to the Euro What, episode 208, dropping on October 24th, 2023. We are a pair of Americans trying to make sense of the Eurovision Song Contest. I'm Mike McComb, and I'm here with my co-host, Ben Smith. Hey, Ben. Hey, Mike. In this episode, we'll be checking in on selection season planning for 2024. How's it going, Ben? It's good. How are you? I'm doing all right. Uh, I just started the new Super Mario Poland Eurovision Grand Final performance game. <laughs> it's very cute. Uh, <laughs> I, I am. Yes, I am also playing Wonder. And I had not thought about it in the context of being like, what if Super Mario, but it's the Polish Eurovision performance aesthetic. But yes, that is correct. I had been calling it Super Mario Acid Trip, but I figure this is uh, yes, yes, a, it, a little bit more on topic for us. So. Super, Super Mario graphic design is my passion. There is a Koopa Troopa Xanadu level that I was quite. Uh, oh yeah, no, no, by, no, so, no, no, no. Yeah. I love, I love the roller skating Koopas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, but yeah, there is a lot of selection season stuff that has come in since the last time we did one of these news roundup episodes. The calendar is starting to get filled up. Yeah, like, I just remember at the end of our last news episode being like, wow, are we going to need to do this in a month? And oh boy! And there was actually one story that we had to take out of the last episode because there was, like, speculation that Cyprus had selected, but Cyprus ended up sitting on that news for a few weeks. But they have finally confirmed that Cilia Capsis will be their representative in Malmö next year. Celia is a 16-year-old who is originally from Sydney, Australia. So uh, Cyprus is continuing to build on that Australian connection. Not a ton of information about her. Most of what I found is from famous birthdays. Take what you will from that. She has been performing since the age of three. Uh, she released her first single last year. And she is the number one December 5th TV show host birthday that is uh <laughs> really getting into that like, odd specificity that i adore, yeah just like how so. many asterisks <laughs> is that yeah I, I peeked at that list to see who else was there and i did not recognize a single person i think only one of them was from the u.s and it was like for like a twitch channel or something but yeah it's going to be a little weird to have another 16 year old or like just just someone who is not of age in the competition again it's like yay way to make things awkward so Mm -hmm. yes now that it's official i have clicked on the various links that we collected when we were previously just like waiting to see okay but like is it Celia capsis she's on nick news which is which is a new one for me in terms of like eurovision connections did not expect that Uh, i have watched her acting tape she can do both an australian and an american accent i've not engaged with her with her youtube channel but that's fine i don't need to yeah, it's fine. It's a lot of her dance videos. Those seem to be the ones getting the most traffic and videos for the three singles that she's released. Not as much traffic, but yeah, it, she seems very Disney kid. Yeah, um, that, that was the vibe I got as well. It's like, oh, OK, this this type of performer. So we'll see. We'll see what that means for 2024. No word yet on when songs are going to be dropping or anything like that. Uh, but yeah, we've got two artists so far. Two artists. And as of today... October 22nd, when we are recording this episode, we have 35 countries participating. We're still kind of waiting on that that like full, yes, this is the list. The big news that we've known since May is that Luxembourg is returning. Still kind of in the gray area, uh, Armenia, Australia, Romania, and North Macedonia. Australia, they're, they're negotiating. It sounds like Romania, it's like a budget thing. They're waiting for approval on that. And then, as you may have noticed, a bunch of stuff is happening in the world. So that may have an impact. Yeah. 
There has been escalation in the Nagorno-Karabakh region, where Azerbaijan has taken full control of that, and Armenians have been leaving that area. Azerbaijan, they're still moving forward. They're down to 16 acts for their internal selection process. Armenia, on the other hand, as we said, still has not confirmed. But the last time that Armenia withdrew from the contest uh, in 2021 was due to similar escalations happening. So I, I think that is going to be a real question mark until that final list comes out. Yes. And then obviously there is a whole huge situation happening with Israel. From the Eurovision side of things, Rising Star has been put on a definite hold. And the MTV EMAs were canceled due to the ongoing conflict between Israel and, and Palestine. They're still giving out the awards, but just like there's going to be no awards show. I have a feeling EBU is probably sitting on releasing anything until there's a clearer picture of what is going to be happening. Who knows when that is going to be? But yeah, yeah, but I I have to imagine the EBU is watching because like that's yeah. Granted, not a top priority right now, nor should it be. Nor should it be. Yeah. So um, yeah, we will we will keep an eye on that the way that everybody is keeping an eye on that situation. In terms of planning, the city of Malmo is budgeting 2.5 million euro for the contest. They made 15.5 million in tourism revenue in 2013. Uh, Liverpool spent around 2.3 million, so that that seems to be about what the city kicks in for Eurovision. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, nowhere yet on like the return on investment from Liverpool, but like they were expecting 100,000 people and 500,000 showed up. It, it sounds like it was a good investment on their part. So, yeah, uh, like they they just like the the general vibe I got while in liverpool like they were thrilled they're even speculating that tickets might be available for the contest before christmas which feels really early yeah recent years yes i mean the swedes are very ahead on their timetable i mean but that was a report in the skansa dagbladet so a swedish newspaper uh, was claiming that they're trying to release tickets in time for christmas we'll see the overall project manager for Eurovision 2024, Karen Carlson, says that the goal is to sell more tickets than ever before. So, I mean, there is an upper. There is like a limit. yeah. There's like a <laughs> finite level of number of people that you can fit into the the Malmo arena. So we'll see. This would probably be a first wave of tickets, uh, just because like the the allocation would not have happened yet. Uh, we may not even have a final list at that point, uh, depending on how things are going. So yeah, like I'll, where are we at on the stage design? Do we know how much space is available on the floor? A lot to look forward to, but still really kind of pencil rather than ink uh, writing all of this stuff down. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, pencil that in, but like don't count on having Eurovision tickets under your Christmas tree just yet. Right. It's an exciting time for our Patreon, Mike. I I like what we're doing. We just did a very good episode of Notes on Camp. I'm very excited to dive into the world of Scopatone for our next episode there. That will be dropping on November 14th. Ultimately, like, I just love that we have supporters. And like, thank you to the people who like this show enough to support us on Patreon. If you would like to do that, please do. It, like, we really appreciate it. Yes. And it really helps uh, us with making this main show better. And it is fun to kind of go onto these tangent topics that we can't necessarily do on this main feed. So you can check that out at patreon.com slash what. We have a bunch of national selection stuff that is starting this week. I screamed when I saw that on my calendar. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah no, I, I also was like, Malta, you're doing what? Malta announced last week the 36 acts that will be competing in their national selection. The semifinals are going to be taking place over four weeks starting this coming Friday. Uh, so nine acts each week. 
From there, 12 acts are going to advance to the live-to-tape final that is happening in January. Looking over the contestant list, a lot of people that we have seen at recent MESC competitions. Not as many people that are going just by their first name, so it should be easier to find them on social media and Spotify and such. But probably biggest name in the set is Kurt Kalea, who uh, represented Malta in 2012. So it'll be nice to see him again. Yeah, because yeah, what's he been up to? Will, will this year also be the night for him? Estonia has announced what their plans are for Estelal. 20 songs should be announced by December 8th, and they are changing up the qualifying format a little bit. Five of the 20 songs will be automatic qualifiers for the final. The other 15 songs that are selected at this stage will compete in a semifinal on January 20th. From that semifinal, five will advance to join the other five. So 10 songs will be competing in their national final on February 17th. All right. Also happening in December, Festivali Kangas, which is holding its 62nd uh, edition, December 19th through 22nd. The festival winner is going to be determined by a 50-50 jury televote, which is the first time that they are using that kind of format. They haven't announced yet how Eurovision is going to factor into this process. It may be a case of like the public vote is what determines the representative. It could be the festival winner. There, there are many different ways that the entrant could be selected. And who knows? Maybe they won't be using FIK. It, it's pretty much assumed at this point, though, that it'll be FIK making that mm-hmm. selection. 27 acts will be competing. Uh, 14 of them are emerging artists and 13 are established acts. There is a contestant list that's been released. Again, a lot of familiar names if you've been following FIK the last few years, including last year's winner, Elsa Lila, and their 2009 Eurovision representative, Kezzi Atola. It should be a fun festival. It's kind of the unofficial kickoff to selection season, even though there is this stuff happening early, Malta. So, <laughs> yes. Uh, well, like, having seen that uh, Kezzi's name was on the list, I went back and watched that 2009 entry, and it is just as trippy as I remember it being. Oh, good. I had forgotten the two other backing dancers that just have, like, Joker makeup on. In the background, just sort of very much of the era, just like the two backing singers and a microphone. All of the things that you want. And then Austria also announced that they are expecting to at least have their artist announced by the end of the year. So, yeah, things are starting to move along very early. It's not just Sweden who seems to be ahead of schedule this time around. No, 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 no. Like everybody is putting their dates in the calendar, which I appreciate as a person who likes putting dates in their calendar. We have details on a lot of the Nordic nations. Let's talk about Norway first. So MGP is happening. 18 songs are going to be revealed around January 5th. And then we will have three semifinals of six entries each starting on January 13th with a final on February 3rd. Melfest announced that more than 2,600 songs were submitted. It is yet to be released. How many of those were written by the Debs or Jamie Joker, etc. I'm assuming that's like two thirds of them. But that starts February 3rd in Malmo. The final will be March 9th in the Friends Arena in Stockholm. Uh, Tickets for that go on sale November 6th. Finland's UMK is happening on February 10th. In Tabura's Noki Arena, if you want tickets for that, it is... It is honestly too late. The tickets to the grand final sold out in an hour. Jeez. Yeah. Did you you try to get I succeeded. Oh, okay. (laughs) I am going to be... Yeah, yeah. uh, Great news, Mike. I'm going to be in Finland in February. (laughs) 
I hear it's lovely that time of year. Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. Uh, I stayed up until two in the morning because I knew that this was going to, that like a lot of people were going to want to go to this. But yeah, like they have sold out the Nokia Arena. I checked, there are some dress rehearsal tickets still available. So all hope is not lost, but like if your hope was to go to the to the grand final of that, the hope is lost. Oh man, that that is going to be wild. Uh- yes. <laughs> Yes. Uh, I don't know. Like, and just like, it's a great time to check in on the big brother, little brother energy between Sweden and Finland right now. Just like, it's just like a very fun sibling fight. Fight. Uh, because UMK announced that things were going to be in Tampere by posting the announcement in Malmo. <laughs> Everything that they have been doing with the lead up to UMK 2024 has just been delightful. We are talking like two very large banners. Welcome to Tampere, the wannabe Eurovision 2024 host city <laughs> in Malmo. Specifically the the Instagram where they announced this. Mm-hmm. We did an oopsie in Malmo. But hey, who said you couldn't advertise your own country's pre-qualification show in the Eurovision host city? We're just following the EBU rules. It's very much like two siblings sitting in the backseat. I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. Yep. Yep. Oh, man. I, I, I live for this sort of petty. So. Yes, this is... This is I, it's just, again, just like I'm having a great time. Both Karia and Lorene were in the October issue of Vogue Scandinavia, looking real chic. Oh, nice. Uh, both of them have new singles out right now. Lorene has Is It Love, which is good but like it needs a bridge and a final chorus it's two and a half minutes like you're leaving change on the table it's very good and then it just stops and like i get that we want like the tiktok plays but like give me a full song please karia has released both it's crazy it's party with estonian rapper tommy cash which i had not thought about how beautiful a pairing that was until it was announced tommy cash has been doing some like real pc music adjacent rap for many years now it's a good pairing uh and then uh this most recent week uh they dropped hoo ha hey which is also a very fun song and is way more in like the party metal space. Ha- has like some proper medley screaming too. Okay. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't had a chance to check that one out yet. So uh, I, I will probably do that after we're done recording. Wrapping up what established selections we know about, uh, Germany will be having their final on February 16th, which is a Friday, which that seems to be their, their thing now is just we're doing it on a Friday. Yes, and we thank them for that. On the other hand, it does mean that like our full attention is on it. Eh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that might benefit Germany. Uh, maybe, once, maybe. Once, they, once they have a slate that is worth that level of attention, so mm-hmm. maybe hopefully that, 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 is. that is. Yes, that was that was why I was hinting. I was like, should we be looking at? Should should I be focusing on this with like all of my brain? Uh, and then Iceland, uh, song with Captain has been announced as happening on March second. The lineup will be announced at the end of January. That that's just sort of like standard Iceland Eurovision stuff. And then Una Voce per San Marino will also be happening on March 2nd. So just like block off your calendar. No word yet on if it's going to be held at the San Marino Outlet Experience. Uh, I am on their mailing list. Just waiting for that announcement from them. So. Yes. And also <laughs> the the beautiful deals at the Outlet Mall. It does help me practice my Italian. That's why it's in the going to the show account. <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> oh, I understand the bargains. Anyway, um, there are some selections that are uh, kind of changing up for next year. Slovenia announced that their selection is going to be called uh, Missia Malmo, which is replacing Emma. No real details yet on what that new format is looking like. It could just be a name change. But uh, yeah, Slovenia, always a fun one to uh, watch when that rolls around Mm -hmm. 
The one that I'm kind of distressed about is Lithuania. They mm-hmm. are changing Pabandam Ishnaio, my favorite selection process. Uh, it is now going to be called Eurovisia.lt, which already like, no, it as a no, website. Gross. You know, yeah, no, like, be an oh, adult. Yeah, it's like it's not 1998. Please, no. <laughs> a web address? Absolutely not. Yeah. This is another one where the details on like what the actual format is haven't been revealed yet, but they're kind of hinting at something that's closer to 20 songs in contention and still a six-week process. So it might be something closer to like what Norway's been doing or maybe Melfest. But yeah, if they can maintain the same level of quality control that they've had the like since they did the pabandum format Mm -hmm. i think they'll be in good shape it's just like this is not the change that i want right now (laughs) pabandum has been working for them they have made the final three years out of three what am i going to do if i if i'm not like wondering like where where the very good leather jacket store in lithuania is i need to see jurors and clipboards Yes, which I think they're still going to keep that. It did sound like it was still going to be the 50-50 process that they use now, but not as many acts. And as as long as they're not drifting back toward the Lithuania Marathon, I'm sure I will be happy. But yeah, it was just this was a a bit of a surprise change. Mm -hmm. And it was like, oh, no, Lithuania, (laughs) we were rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. Just like, please, please change the name back to Pabandamish now, yo. Yeah, yeah. Although considering that. That translates to we try again. It's like, well, no, they've been doing well. It's not necessarily that sort of pessimistic uh, attitude that the original title kind of hints at. But yeah, change is fine. Change is okay. I'm just going to keep repeating that to myself. We're going through the stages of grief. Denmark, they announced that their national final is going to be on February 17th. Uh, It's going to be in a new venue, the DR Concert Husset. And they are also hinting at a possible format change because they have not been successful the last few years. But to me, I don't think it's the format that's the problem. I think it's a quality control issue. Yeah, it's well, it's a quality control, control thing. But like, also, there are so many numbers thrown at you during the determining the winner process. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, that is a change I want from Denmark. Can you guys just do like half televote, half jury? Just something where I can add up the numbers and go, oh, that's the winner. I'm fine with a super final. Feel free to cut it to top two, top three. Like that, that makes sense. But yeah, whatever convoluted system they were using last year, that part they can absolutely change. But yeah, it's just like if you have a slate of songs where it's like, uh, I guess this one, I wouldn't mind hearing it at a CBS. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, but also, but also like the, the quality needs to be better. We will see what happens with that. But as more news about the specific selections comes in, we will be updating our contest page on our website. It's at eurowhat.com slash 2024. And it's also linked at the top of the homepage. Heck yeah. I think that's going to do it for this episode of the EuroWhat. Thanks for listening. The EuroWhat podcast is hosted by Mike McCone. That's me. And Ben Smith. That's me. If you'd like to help support the show and access a ton of bonus content, head over to patreon.com slash what. Free access to our full archive of more than 200 episodes going all the way back to the 2018 contest can be found on our website, eurowhat.com. Next time on the EuroWhat, we jump in the time machine to take a look at how the 1993 Mill Street edition changed the contest. 